0: Hello and welcome to the As podcast. This is the podcast where we speak mostly about football, but to be honest, we can drift absolutely anywhere. I'm your host, Az. My name's Dre. And today we're, I kind of guess, doing a Premier League review, preview, all kind of combined with games coming here, there and everywhere. Mm. But um, Before we get started, Dre, how you doing, man? I haven't spoken to you in ages. Arsenal's <laughs> back. Oh gosh!
1: Arsenal's back,
0: and the deluded Arsenal fans are back again.
1: All <laughs> <laughs> this talk about Arteta are out shut up!
0: Shut I mean, you know, up. I've always been an, an Arteta supporter personally. But but... You <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Talking nah, about that's... was.
0: You know what? I'm I'm not gonna lie. Um, since last week, I think you got a result against. I want to say Chelsea.
1: Bro, don't you? Even know, I was, read. I-
0: no, 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 no. We did get a result against
1: Chelsea 3-1 Should have been okay. 5
0: You know what, I can't lie Watching Arsenal that day I didn't even recognise the Arsenal squad I was watching yeah, I, I thought you so. look was going to you know, Turn up to the stadium, get pumped But then again Sometimes I want to look at Chelsea And be angry at them But I couldn't even be angry at them I was angry at myself for being disappointed Like I expected more <laughs> From yeah, Chelsea.
1: Chelsea. Chelsea in a bad spot.
0: Honestly, I the, the issue with Chelsea I think that game. And this is not to take anything off Arsenal. I felt like you lot controlled the game mostly. You didn't really let Chelsea and I don't think they created that many clear-cut chances against you. And you had some form of fluidity between with your squad. And I think the introduction of is it Smith Rowe? Yeah, Mill Smith Rowe. Yeah, I feel like... I'm not saying that he was creating a lot of chances or whatnot, but his liveliness and his energy kind of helped your squad. And not playing certain players like Willian, it kind of allowed your team to not be so one-dimensional. And you kind of opened them up, and I think that game, Saka, was, was one of your biggest threats, if I remember correctly.
1: Yeah, Saka's looking very, very good. I think he's like in with the top... I'll tell Saka's, like, top three young young English talents right now with, like, Greenwood and Foden.
0: Are we are we forgetting Trent? Are we not including them?
1: Yeah, but would you say... But when he's, I say... He's
0: only 21.
1: Yeah. But when I say youngers, I mean, like,
0: teenagers.
1: Well, I say... I know, you
0: mean the youngers, like, can't who's breaking through?
1: Yeah, Can like, youngers, youngers. Because if we're doing, like, yeah. like, 23... Behind, and you've got to include like Gabriel TNE and mm. like, is Werner like 23? Is he? Well, you can't. You can't Werner's even...
0: washed up. That's what now nah, I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's like 24, 25.
1: Yeah, but like, when I say like them youngest, I mean like Curtis Jones, them man.
0: Mm. I understand. I th- but yeah, um, back to the Arsenal point and Chelsea point. I just don't think Chelsea showed up. Um, And this has kind of been an issue that Chelsea's had for a long time. They have so many players that they've brought in and they haven't been given enough time to gel. And on paper, you think that, you know, Chelsea has you beat in the defence, they have you beat in the midfield, they have you beat up front. And I just don't think their players had a had a scooby-doo and how to break you lot down because that has been one of Arteta's biggest successes at Arsenal so far, is that you lot have been extremely difficult to break down you know strong you mm. was a lot stronger defensively than you was under Unai and kind of the end the end side of Arsenal Wenger's reign but what do you what did you think of the game um
1: I just think the whole game changed like we just like once David Louise and and some of these old boys came out the ones that don't really care that much you can see it it's like why like why would they? Do you know what I mean? They've mm. like David Luis won the Champions League, Williams won his Premier Leagues, they've come to Arsenal. They don't re- like they don't really have anything left to prove. But when you bring in like the young boys, like they got something to prove. Do you know what I mean? Like, and like mm. with with a Smith rowe he's the guy that you put in the camera, which Arsenal haven't had all season because of Ozul coming out. And with, um, with Emil Smith-Rowe, he actually tracks back. I'm not going to guess him to be something mad right now. He's only had two games and he's just been a normal camp. But it's just that Arsenal haven't had that at all. So it's just yeah. completely changed the dynamic of it. And we just just hungrier. But hungrier. Um,
0: and yeah, using that game to kind of springboard into your next game, which was against Brighton, how did you view that game? Or what did you think of Arsenal in that game?
1: Um, truthfully, we didn't even turn up. Against Brighton, we were still, we floated back into the shit Arsenal, but we got the win. And that's, and that's the difference. Do you know what I mean? You have to get in the, like, you need to get that winning feeling. You know what I mean? You need to get that winning Mm. mentality back. Like, even if we don't play well, still got a window. Do you know what I mean? Otherwise, because when you're losing on a consistent basis, you just get used to losing. You're like, it's like, it's like, Sort of like prophesizing a little bit, Do you know what I mean, you just get like used to the feeling you lose. Oh, we lost again next game, next game tomorrow. But like, <laughs> yeah, being a club like Arsenal, you've got to get used to winning them, them games again. And I think it was really, um, good for the team to get a clean sheet and just get one goal, but one goal like that. I think sometimes them one nil wins are better than like a five nil because.
0: Like, it kind of shows your resilience and like the character of your squad. Yeah. The ability exactly. to even if you're not playing well, you're able to hold on and nab, you know, nab a win, even whether you deserved it or not. I feel like in the first half, Brighton were marginally better than you lot. They didn't really create that many clear-cut chances, but they were applying a pressure on your back line quite a bit. Whereas in the second half, you lot kind of came out of your shells, so to speak. And started to apply the pressure back on them and start to dominate the ball a bit more. And they yeah. didn't really have a response to that. They they seemed kind of shell shocked, like they didn't expect that, which is weird because when you think of Arsenal, you know, big club, third biggest club in England, you expect them to be on the front foot at all times. Yeah. And in Lacazette, when he came on, um, I think one of his first few touches was the goal. Yeah, and it was. He seemed to kind of energize the rest of your squad. And it was a good finish to him, to be fair. No, nothing to fault him. Yeah, no, it
1: was, so. yeah. It was a very, very good finish. I think that buyers are t- the time he needs to get in the silence. He wants in January, then we go from there. But I think probably, yeah, the most shocking thing for me that night, yeah, is um that Leeds game against West Brun, bruv. I, I just didn't hear it. Like, West Brun are getting battered by the smaller teams, but they drew against Liverpool and I think against Chelsea. Or was it Man U? Yeah. What
0: can what can I say? Um, I think it was Chelsea. I think they just pick and choose when they want to show up. You know. Yeah, like just be a big team, and they just shut up shop. What but even happened to them.
1: Liverpool in that game?
0: Listen, Liverpool, we were the architects of our own downfall. We started the game strong. We got the early goal, I think, in the twelfth minute, and was just applying all the pressure in the world and nothing much more. There's a lot of Decent crosses that Robbo put in that we just wasn't getting on to the end of. And there was so much bark, but no bite. And in the second half, Brighton kind of, like Arsenal, they kind of stepped out their own shell and started to press us a bit more. And it, you saw in the second half, it was a bit more of an even game. And then they were fortunate that, not directly from a corner, but I think from a set piece, it, the ball came out and then it was crossed back in. They got the header. That was always going to, an element of their game that they'll rely on to get a goal mm. especially because Matip at what near enough half time or just after half time got injured so we didn't really have a senior centre back on the pitch and to be fair it wasn't even the um, it wasn't even Reese Williams who got dominated I think Fabinho got beaten in the air but with Fabinho I don't ex- I'm trying not to expect too much from him because as good technically on the ball as he is and as much of a defensive mind as he has, he's not a centre-back. He's a DM-covering centre-back. So I try not to criticise him too much. But it is what it is. We always knew that Liverpool were going to drop points this season with the amount of injuries we had. And I know a lot of injuries are coming back, but just the nature of the whole league and not having a preseason, big teams are going to be dropping points, which is why you're seeing teams like City and Liverpool dropping points. You're seeing teams like United and Everton making pseudo challenges for the league. And you know, it is what it is. So we're gonna have a few random fans who are gonna be like, oh look, we in the title run. <laughs>
1: no,
0: you're not you're like you need to chill out. <laughs> but but, we'll but I'd
1: say technically man you are your biggest competitors right now. <sighs> Please. I next they are
0: next next
1: topic. <laughs> technically, because because yeah the thing is you guys like you guys have sort of let everyone back in now. Like you've let teams like Everton, Leicester, Man United all back in. Because sure. I Should can't we? say teams like Tottenham and that anymore, because Arsenal are literally six points behind them. <laughs> so yeah.
0: but Tottenham are not too far off that I try not to look at, you know, unless I'm like uh, cussing you off or stuff like that. I don't I don't tend <laughs> to look at the um positions of teams too much because when you just look at the points is very very close. It, any anyone's position can change within two to three weeks of games played. So, you know, you can have a look at it, but don't take too much stock into it because one Anyone win or one loss can change everything. Yeah, yeah, this so, year, Man United could win it. They they can't. They can't. For my sake, they can't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think Bruno Fernandez is probably one of the best players in. Like,
0: in the league right now. He's literally it's controlling the whole team. It's funny you say that because um, I was having a discussion the other day with one of my mates, and he was putting a case full for why Bruno's world-class. And the one thing I said to him, and this was about like, a couple of weeks ago, was that I think Bruno is as close to world-class as you can be without being world-class. I feel like his stats says it all. I think statistically speaking, there's not many better cams or attacking midfielders or even forwards that have the stats he has. It's like almost every game he registers an assist or a goal. And that's what world-class players do. When your team's not playing well, you show up and you be the bright spark to get your team over the line. And people like Bruno can be the difference between, you know, making a a loss into a draw and making a draw into a win. So for that, I have to give him credit. The only reason why I struggle to call him world-class is because there are certain aspects of his game where he keeps putting United in trouble in the sense of when you look at his stats on how much he's lost the ball. I think he loses the ball significantly more than most players in that United squad. And when you lose the ball, you enable the other team to get onto the ball and attack you or counter-attack you, especially when, if you're attacking quite high up their pitch, your defenders are left quite high up as well. And it gives the uh, counter-attacking team a lot of space in behind to to run in. Now, it might not be as bad against teams like, I don't know, West Brom or Sheffield, who don't really have that many pacey forwards, but teams like Leicester that has Jamie Vardy, teams like Liverpool, teams like, I don't know, Arsenal even, they've got the pace and they've got the players that are able to hurt you on the the transition. And it's in those games where can't afford for Bruno to be losing the ball as much as he does. But I yeah. than that, I think he's an amazing player. Like I saw his assist the other day in the dying minutes of the game against Wolves. Great ball over the top to Rashford. And then Rashford had a, a bit of skill about him to beat his man shoot. Got a little deflection, but it went in. So, credit to him. Credit to you. Mm. Yeah. but uh, I don't know. Where, where it comes to the league, has the recent fixtures and like results change your opinion on who's going to win it, who's not going to win it?
1: Um, I was literally just about to look at the league table now, so I can't remember who's... Because I know Leicester are quite... Well, aren't they pretty much second? Because they have a game in hand, don't they?
0: I don't think they're second. United's second. And um, I think if Aston Villa wins both their games in hand, they'll also be second. Well, they'll be second ahead of United or something like that.
1: Um, I think the recent fixtures have changed my mind bro it's crazy look even everton like three points off you yeah that's just pseudo
0: challenging that's what they're doing it's a pseudo challenge what does that mean what's
1: pseudo challenge be
0: (laughs) a pseudo so it's like it's like a fake it's like if you see like if you're doing tests yeah and then if you want to test out if a drug is is effective you'll give some people the pill and some people like Mm. a pseudo pill sort of thing
1: it's crazy. Yeah. Even um like Tottenham and City and Southampton on the same amount of points and Aston Villa and Chelsea, all on the same amount of points, are literally eight points off you. I know that I know it's still eight points, but it's crazy how close to everyone it's is. It's not that
0: far off. It's, it's not really that not. far off. Honestly, all they need to do is play us and they change that eight into a five. And then all we need to do is draw one game, they win, and that five turns into a three. You know I, I mean? wouldn't. It's, it can all yeah.
1: two games. I wouldn't be surprised if anyone won it because the thing is here. Yeah, if this was pre-Leicester, like winning the league, I would have said, "No, oh, it's, it's a Liverpool thing and all that." But I wouldn't be surprised, man. Mm. Like I really think, don't know. Like if this was Italy or Spain, I'd say, "Yeah, there's a definite winner." But in England, you just don't know. Mm. No, I hear, really that. Don't I hear. Know. Like I wouldn't be surprised if City came back. I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. City have two games in hand actually. Shit.
0: They do, they do. They've still got a few games in hand. You can't rule you can't rule out a lot of teams, to be fair. Mm. So it's gonna be an interesting challenge. But yeah.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be interesting.
0: Yeah. Moving on to our next topic, I thought it'll be really interesting, kinda, with it being almost the end of twenty twenty, with us doing kind of a year review. Mm. So um I'm going to put this question on you to surprise you. What has been your biggest highlight of the year? And what has been kind of like your lowest low of the year? What, in football? Football in terms. Football in terms. Um, what I mean, Arsenal? you can do personal if you wish, but... <laughs>
1: <No>.
0: <laughs> what? it. What, gonna... what, for Arsenal? But yeah, for Arsenal or football in general, for you personally? Um... I mean, to be fair, a lot of things have happened with Arsenal this year. Yeah,
1: I'm in. I'm in two minds about the lowest low. I think the lowest low was either <laughs> that probably
0: be easier for you to do.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's either the long the Emery to Lundberg period, mm. or what's just happened. I think what's just happened because I wanted Arteta to do well with the Emery losses. I was kind of enjoying that. <laughs> <laughs> I've <I have> no <laughs> clue. Wait,
0: explain yourself. <laughs>
1: yeah, no. Because I have
0: never ever heard of a fan who was happy to hear his team
1: Because, <laughs> like, do you know what? Yeah, like I, I wanted him to get sacked. So the worse we did, the closer I was to my goal. Wow, of so getting a new manager.
0: Fans. Okay. Yeah, I,
1: I wanted him to go, but with Arteta, I wanted him to stay. So it was sad. So that's probably the lowest low, and then the highest high was either two two things for me. It was either or three things. It was either getting Arteta, that was a breath of fresh air, um, winning the FA Cup or signing Thomas Party. But I'm gonna say Simon and Thomas Party, because I think he hasn't had the best of times this season to be able to show what he can do. But when he's fit for a long period of time, people are really gonna see how how the squad changes. That's why that's why I still think personally Arsenal um I'm not going to say will Because the run was so bad But they still have a chance Of winning Champions League Because of having a player like that
0: Champions League? Do you mean Europa League?
1: No, Champions League (laughs) Do you know how tight this table is? (laughs) It's so tight Yes, it's
0: very tight It's very tight
1: Everyone has a chance
0: You know, to be fair When you lot signed Partey Even I was a bit surprised Because it was kind of like a A statement signing From Atatatamin To say that he means business And just a player like him is able to not necessarily win games for you, but be able to control games a lot better for you lot. Yeah. So I think, you know, sometimes players like that, their value to the team is, it's just really hard to pinpoint. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean they could cost, well, not cost you. They could like create up to like 12, 10 to 12 points just in the way they play in the The chances that they either prevent or start. So definitely, I do feel like a player like Tom Sparte will help your team. The issue is now, Arsenal is that you've always been a club that's able to make a big signing, but it's where you go on from there. There's a lot of successful teams once they get a good player, they start bringing in more players, bringing in more players. You know, they start doing better in their in their league or in other competitions, and that kind of attracts more players towards your club. Whereas with Arsenal, sometimes I fear that the first initial statement is like good enough. And then the owners are like, okay, we don't need to do anything more. And I kind of hope that's not the case for you lot. Yeah. From a, from a neutral perspective, from Liverpool, I couldn't care less what happens to you lot. You <laughs> lot could get <laughs> relegated for it. But...
1: <laughs> What's yours?
0: But yeah. I mean, the biggest high for me. It's probably going to be Liverpool win the league. Um, this is my first time ever see my club win, win the Premier League, and I didn't realize how special it was until I had, I've actually done it myself. Well, I say myself, my club, <laughs> but um, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It's it's the feeling of a whole year's work being rewarded. It's actually, I think the difference between us winning the Champions League and winning the Premier League is that. The Champions League gave me memorable moments in the season. I I think about the Champions League. I think about Barcelona, you know. I think about beating Bayern. Those are really memorable nights for me. But where where I won the league, I was remembering, oh, those times where we won it in the last second of the game. We beat United 2-0. We beat Arsenal 3-1. You know, it's like these whole list of memories come forward. Mm. And it's very, very different, so... And there are people that support clubs that, you know, may not be likely to win anything. But, you know, it. I don't want to take it for granted. Now, I'm, I'm greedy for more. I, I want Liverpool to kick on and to go and get their number 20. 21, 22, 23. But one step at a time. So I'll say that us win the league was the highlight. And the lowest point, I guess. I guess the start of COVID when there was a lot of things where the league could have been cancelled. Now... For the record, when COVID hit, Liverpool Football Club was not my initial concern. I think it's <laughs> best to put that out there because there's a stigma that Liverpool fans were only angry about COVID because it might stop them winning the league. I think that's a really unfair stance to put on people because I think everyone has family or friends that can be affected by it, that we do take seriously. But it's always important to understand that when you're having these conversations... It's like in a football text, I'm worried. About... Then COVID may be angry because Liverpool could have won it or could have lost the league. But from a human perspective, of course, you kind of fear for the people that you know and stuff like that. But I don't know. I would say for the start of COVID, where everything could have been shut down, or us losing seven-two, because i would never Ooh. seen, i would never seen Liverpool get pictured yeah, like it. that. Yeah, that that was a weird one. Mm. That was a weird... No, I'm lying. It's when we lost to Atletico Madrid. Adrian, you can get out of my club. Was that really painful
1: for you, though? Because you won the Champions League before.
0: That night, I was was very angry. I was more angry that night than against Aston Villa. Aston Villa, I was surprised, but I know that we're better than that. Against Atletico Madrid, we was let down big time.
1: Mm.
0: And, yeah, that made me angry. So... (laughs) Fair <laughs> I would say that.
1: Well, do you know what? Yeah, do you know you was mentioning about winning the league yeah and like back at all the memories of the season. Just imagine, yeah, mm. not losing one game in the whole season. <sighs> <laughs> Just imagine not even losing a game. Do
0: you know what I mean? You can't talk about success with an Arsenal fan without <laughs> being brought up one time Can you? Just, just one time, can we have a conversation The whole that's not about year the,
1: <laughs> the whole year But you know what, I have a question for you Because technically God. We, are, we, are, we are leaving Well, are we leaving a century now Or did we leave a century last year?
0: Leaving a century? We're, we're still in the 21st century bro Do you mean a decade? Mm-hmm. Decade, that's it. <laughs> that's the one. I think we're we're leaving a decade now. I think.
1: Okay, so who's yeah. who's your Premier League player of the decade?
0: Oh, that's a very very difficult one. Do you know what? Yeah.
1: Um, before yeah, for you answer, give me a second. There's a fat off spider on my ceiling. I'm gonna kill it, <laughs> and it's hovering over me. I'll be back in two seconds.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Look at you, scared of spiders,
1: bro. Bro, it's it's massive.
0: Uh you know, I, really, I should be mad minded and tell you to keep it in the podcast. <laughs> yo, 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 I'm back. Back here. I'm back. I'm
1: back. Yeah, who's been your player of the century?
0: Of the my player of the decade, Dre. Oh yeah, decade. Get right. <laughs> okay, my Premier League player of the decade. Boy, that's that's a tough one because at the beginning of this decade, there was a lot of there was a lot of world class players that came mm. through. There was people like and Hazard. There was people like you know, early Van Persie had those two great years. There's Aguero. Yeah. I think what Aguero has done's been phenomenal. Um. Kevin De Bruyne. Him, though? But, pfft, mate, you could give it to anyone on this list, to be honest. You could, there was Vincent Company, there was David Silver, um, Yaya Torre, even. Mm. That's a big question. I guess of this decade, the person who's been the player of the decade, I'm going to give it to Eden Hazard. Yeah, I was thinking that. And I'll give it to him, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, him, what about this player, that player? For me, it's between Eden Hazard and Sergio Aguero. And I say that because there's been a lot of players who's had standout seasons. But I feel like Eden Hazard was such a pivotal player to that Chelsea squad. And I feel like in this decade, I think they won the most trophies out of any club, if mm. I remember correctly like all major trophies combined I think Chelsea won the most this decade and there wasn't many players like him he had the ability to assist to score, his dribbling was second to none, he was a player that when you did the eye test with him you could tell that he was just a different class, just different level of quality Mm. and I thought we was really going to miss him when he left the Premier League and to a certain degree I do I feel like Without Eden Hazard Chelsea just yeah, hasn't Chelsea have- looked as good. They I find them boring to watch. I was watching them the other night and I felt I fell asleep for most of the game.
1: Oh my god. I, yeah, Chelsea they're look different. Chelsea look yeah. different, man. Like Hazard was saving them for a long time.
0: Mm. But I don't know. There's Eden Hazard. Who also, who's been your player of the
1: player of the decade? Yeah I was thinking the same thing because when you think of like consistently who's mm. done it throughout because you can name names like Dobroina or Salah or Van Dijk and then you're thinking of the end of the decade and then you can they've, name They've people. had
0: like really high spikes of success I feel like yeah. in this decade but I'm trying to think who, whose quality has shone through the longest in this decade? Yeah, exactly. And I probably, hasn't probably had Hazard. a good five, six years.
1: You got you got to mention like Hazard, uh David Silva,
0: mm.
1: you mentioned Vincent Company. Um I wanna throw Fabregas' name out as well.
0: He's been good. He's been good. Yeah. Only be
1: b- only because he was in Arsenal in ten and ten and eleven and he didn't win trophy <laughs> there, but he was still one of the top guys, and then he went to Chelsea and then won two league titles there. Um, yeah. You can say guys that like Peter Cech who was who who was at Chelsea and then went to Arsenal and then won two FA Cups, I think, um, yeah. and he was consistent throughout the whole of the decade.
0: I think also there's there's someone who we're not talking about who, and I'm not saying that he makes it into number one, but he deserves to be mentioned. You're gonna say Vardy? No, I was gonna say Harry Kane. In the sense, now hear me out. Hear me out when we're talking about player of the decade, so we're not talking about team of the decade. Though what you win kind of has something to not won this. But him as an individual player, we've seen him from the start to where he is now. He's one of the most developed players I've seen. His goal scoring record is one of the best. And he's actually on course to surpass the top goal scorer of the Premier League of all time. He should do. He should do. If he continues on his trajectory.
1: As I feel hope like he does.
0: Be yeah, honest. me too. As an individual player, I feel like he's been one of England's bright sparks throughout this decade. And, you know, whether we love it or not, he's a phenomenal player. And yeah. he's been doing it in a squad that, I don't want to say he's letting him down, but in other squads, he'll be winning the league. And we would say, like, no doubt, he's world class. It's only because he's at Spurs why we don't think of him in that vein of thought.
1: I, I actually really want him to leave at the end of the season. I really <laughs> want him to leave. Like, like for me, like pushing my own feelings aside, I like. I think he can be the best player in the world. He just has to go to the right to the right team. I don't think Tottenham's there yet. Like he's not. I think get best that player day. in the
0: world. I think he's missed the chance to be the best player in the world. Actually, no, he could no, do. that's that's he's an inaccurate right statement.
1: He but, could. but like it's one of them things where he's at that stage where are you gonna be? A who's a player that did that? So my point was gonna be: Are you gonna be like a Fabregas? Because that's because mm. because it's the only example I do example I can think of. Where he mm-hmm. goes to Barca and comes back, goes to Chelsea and wins the titles he wants, and or, so basically, is he is is he going to go somewhere and become be known as a legend and da 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 da, da or is he going to be a Gerard and stay in that team and and let's say potentially not win the big stuff, but you'll be the best Tottenham player ever, hundred percent.
0: I think it depends on how affiliated he feels like he is with the club. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like his quality deserves to win stuff. So from a professional standpoint, I would advise him to go to a club that is more likely to challenge. Though this season, Tottenham are in a position to challenge for silverware. So I'll give him that. Would you leave but, though? Like if you was if playing was for...
1: No, no, no. But if you was playing for Liverpool... And they was at, and you was at the end of their thing and they was going through it in the time they was. If you was Gerrard, if you was Kane.
0: and cause... See, I I would personally, I wouldn't know what I will do in that situation because I haven't been in that situation. I would like to think that I would stay because I've supported that club all my life. But let's just say there was another club that I joined who I didn't support, but I spent my childhood there. Or like my childhood and then my developmental years at that club, let's say, I don't know, Southampton, let's just say, if I went through their academy and was there for like five, six, seven years. For me, at, at the age of 26, 27, it, it would be a case of now or never. Yeah, you have to. I'll give him that year, and if I hadn't won anything, I'd leave. I feel like for Harry Kane, if I was him, if we don't win any sort of silverware this season, I'm out the door. That would be yeah, my you attitude.
1: Do you, know, do you know what, yeah? If I was Harry Kane, if I didn't win the Prem, I'll be gone. Like, it's not even about FA Cup. That's
0: you Yeah. what? Yeah, FA Cup's a big cup. Or it used to be anyway. Well. The, That's your cup. <laughs> do
1: you know what, yeah? I would say the FA Cup is definitely a big cup. But for where Harry Kane. So how can Harry Kane break the record for top scorer and not win the Prem or the Champions League? I just it's don't. True. I don't see it because when you look at Shira, yeah, he like he won the Prem. You know I mean, mm. how can how can you be potentially seen as as maybe maybe one of the best players ever in the Prem? Maybe the, the maybe the best player in the Prem by the time he's finished, and you haven't mm. won anything. You have to, but the thing is, it's difficult as well because English English players typically don't don't really want to go abroad. Mm. and Madrid aren't really in the best place. Bayern ain't really it. I saw a couple rumours about Juve. Would he want to go to Italy, though? Like, then would he break that Prem record? Where like, where would he go if he's in the Prem? If he goes to City, like would he have that connection? He,
0: I feel like with the records that he's almost reaching, he would prefer to stay in the Premier League in order yeah. to break the, that record. But I think he really does want to win something with Spurs. I think... It's it's in his heart to stay with Spurs and to try and win something.
1: Yeah, but he, though, like, do you really think he will?
0: <laughs> really, Will he win it? I I think this year is as good as any year to do it with with everything that's in the year, th- this is the year where anyone can win anything. I it will be a surprise, but it wouldn't be that big of a surprise if that makes sense.
1: I just can't see him doing it. Because look, anymore. look.
0: Spurs are in the semi-final for the Carabao Cup and they're playing what Brentford and then in the final they'll face either Manchester United who they smacked 6-1 earlier this season Mm. or Manchester City who they have a a very good record against beating the Carabao Cup is whether you, you think it's big or not that is one piece of silverware where they have a very good chance of winning it
1: yeah but Tottenham can't be satisfied with that man
0: hey if if I'm Remember, you're looking at Spurs from the mentality of an Arsenal fan. You're an Arsenal fan that is used to winning things. Okay, you haven't won the league in many years, but you're used to winning the FA Cup, getting top four. For Spurs, for the longest time, they wasn't even getting into the top four. It's only within the past, what, four or five years that they've yeah. experienced consistency at that top level. And they haven't won anything since 2008. So from my perspective, i will be happy with anything right now. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. You, you can't you can't look at Spurs with an Arsenal mentality. You have to look at Spurs with a Spurs mentality. And that's no insult to Spurs fans at all. But I it's all about, about adjusting your expectations. I think that came or go to either of the, either of the
1: Manchester clubs.
0: <laughs> I don't think he'll go City. I don't think he's a pet player. And with with United, they've got such a stigma where oh all you do is wanna Sign the next big English player, and you don't have it, you don't really have any plan. And I feel like with United, there's a lot of other positions where they need attackers in. I think with Rashford, sorry, gone. No, I think
1: definitely within the next two years, mark my words, it will be one of the Manchester clubs. I think behind them, the next choice could be Liverpool with potentially. uh, um Aye, Sal-
0: he won't come to Liverpool.
1: No, no, no. Do you, know, do you know what the only reason I say that is because this year I've seen a lot of speculation about Salah leaving um mm. because of certain things in the background stuff. I don't think he will actually leave, but if that was to happen, I, then
0: I tell you what, if Salah really if these rumors were true about Salah wanting to leave and stuff and we actually did sell like sell him, the amount of money that we have plus the amount amount of money I'm that we happy. can get from Salah Exactly. We we could get a player on that level. And I'm not saying Harry Kane's not on that level, but Harry Kane will be what 28, 29 by the time Salah's gone. Because I think he's 27. Or Sancho, you know. There's there's a lot of slightly younger players that Liverpool will probably look towards. Whereas with Harry Kane, it's like you're buying a world class player with no resale value, if that makes sense.
1: I just think Harry Kane like, I think it's either City or Man U because City are the big boys in town when, when it comes to money. But Yeah, they've got the just... resources to get Kane. Yeah, exactly. But Kane just always has looked like a Manchester United player. He just has... It's only because just...
0: it's English.
1: It's true, though. He just looks like a Man United captain. It's Harry Kane for Man United. He, he, he just looks like a Man U guy. And I can just always see him going there. Like... Obviously, he would never go Arsenal. Obviously, he would never go Chelsea. Well, Mm -hmm. he could go Chelsea, but it wouldn't make sense for him to go there because of the Tottenham and Chelsea thing. I think uh,
0: also Chelsea has invested so much in their attack that they're stacked with players that can play up front. They've got Paulusic, they've got Timo Werner, they've got Ziyech. they've got Havertz, they've got Giroud right now.
1: They've got Tami Abraham
0: right now. Giroud, I think this either this season or next season.
1: When does Kane? Uh, no come no. As
0: well? Oh, Kane's I've got about what a good three years on it, probably. Oh
1: man, why do they sign these
0: long ass contracts? <laughs> that's what Spurs uh, does. Like, that's what oh, they do, my isn't it? Oh god. Five, six, seven-year contracts. <sniffs> so whether Kane stays or goes, is actually in Spurs' hands, to be honest.
1: Yeah. So do you know what though? But, um mm. I could talk for hours because obviously. We haven't spoken ages, innit? So I feel like I, I, I could speak about just anything in football f- um, for ages. But I know it's, I know it's eight, it You're not just Liverpool, so...
0: Oh, yeah, Liverpool kicked off. Um, Thiago's on the bench, which is a nice thing Oh, he's see. back. He's finally back, you know? There you go.
1: From,
0: he had a few training sessions, and Klopp saw him fit enough to be on the bench, so...
1: Me. Hey.
0: I'm happy for him. But um, I guess, last thing before we go, um, I guess to the, all the people that do listen to the show... We're very sorry for the past few weeks. We've been a bit inconsistent with our uploads. We've had a few technical difficulties and we had a few guest stars who we recorded really good content for, but we couldn't exactly get, out. get it. So in, in 2021, we're hoping to have a few more guests. Uh, they're very enlightening. So I hope you enjoy them as much as we, we did conversating with them. Definitely. Yeah, but um, again, thank you to everyone who tuned in hope you enjoyed and we hope that you have uh, a happy new year i guess happy new
1: year guys thanks for listening